Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 19, verses 16 through 30. This is the story of the rich young man, a story that is critical for us to understand the gospel correctly. By the way, spoiler alert, this story is not primarily an exhortation for people to help the poor. I believe Jesus is all for helping the poor, but that is not the point of this story. It gets misused and abused that way, and we need to be faithful to the essence of what Jesus is saying here. And behold, a man came up to him saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And he said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. In other words, Jesus is acknowledging that the young man is implying that he is God because there is only one who is good, God. And if you're going to call me, Jesus, good or seek out what is good for me, you must have something in you believing that I am the source of that. That's just kind of an aside that Jesus blows through as he tackles this question the young man asks. He goes on, If you would enter life, keep the commandments. The young man said to him, which ones? Jesus said, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, he starts listing the Ten Commandments and says, if you want to enter eternal life, you've got to follow the Ten Commandments perfectly. This is important for us because it's a reminder that what we learned in the Old Testament isn't done away with. Just because we're in the New Testament under the New Covenant doesn't mean that the standard for eternal life is different. The standard is still the same. You've got to follow the Ten Commandments. It's got to be perfect. The young man said to him, all these I have kept, what do I still lack? So here the young man's disillusioned about his situation. He thinks he's perfectly followed the Ten Commandments. He obviously missed Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5 through 7, which we covered, where Jesus defines what adultery truly is, where he defines what murder truly is in a way that implicates everybody as having failed at keeping the Ten Commandments. But instead of kind of making that heady or theological argument with the young man, Jesus, being God, knowing the young man's heart, just goes ahead and gives him another command, which will expose the young man as not being able to be perfect. Jesus said to him, if you would be perfect, go, sell what you possess and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. So the standard is perfection. The young man thinks that he meets that standard until Jesus points out the fact that he is unable to let go of the things he owns. The young man is a materialist. He puts hope in his possessions. He has great wealth that he's not willing to part from. And his unwillingness to part from that exposes the darkness and sin in his heart. Darkness and sin, which we all have in our heart in various ways. This is not a universal command by Jesus for everybody to sell everything they have and give it to the poor. This text gets misrepresented all the time along those lines. I'm convinced that if somebody today were having this conversation with Jesus or somebody different back then were having this conversation that was recorded, Jesus would tell them to do the thing that exposes their inability to be perfect. It's different for all of us. And don't miss the fact that after he says, sell everything you have and give to the poor, he also says, come follow me. That's the X factor, following Jesus. It's only those who have faith in Christ who will receive the perfection that he lived, thus allowing them to stand before God perfect and holy. It's only those who follow Jesus Christ who have the penalty he paid for sin or paid on their account, which allows them to stand confident before the great judge because their debt for sin has been paid. Now Jesus turns to his disciples and says, Truly I say to you, only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a 
needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. This, friends, should alarm us. By the way, there's a popular interpretation that says there was a little gate in the Jerusalem wall called the Eye of the Needle. It was very tight to get through with a camel. It was possible, but very difficult. There is zero evidence for that interpretation, and frankly, it misses the entire point of this story. To make his points obvious, Jesus uses ridiculous comparisons. He just did that at the end of chapter 18 with the parable of the unforgiving servant. What Jesus is saying is that it is impossible for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven. It would be like getting a real camel, one of the largest land mammals that those people were familiar with, through the eye of a needle, one of the smallest things in a household. Fortunately, the disciples have the same reaction that we should have and ask him about it so we can get clarity on this. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Do you remember what's required of the rich man to enter eternal life? Perfection. Perfection. Zero mistakes, zero sin, zero flaws, yet here we are, stained with the sin of Adam from birth and guilty of sin every day of our lives. Not just the sin of valuing riches and possessions too much, like the rich young man, which by the way, I think every one of us is guilty of, and especially in the West and in the United States where we have wealth untold, but we're stained with sin in every area of our lives. The disciples are picking up what Jesus is laying down and they're going, uh, so how are we going to be saved? This isn't going to happen. Jesus says it's impossible with man. In other words, you're not going to make it on your own, but with God, all things are possible. And those disciples at that time have no idea what's about to happen. They've seen him do miracles. Most of them are convinced he's the Messiah, but they have no idea what's about to happen so that sin can be fully and finally punished. And they are going to be blown away when they see their leader crucified and then they see their savior rise. This rich young man was putting hope in his own righteousness. Wealth tends to breed self-sufficiency. Friends, you have no righteousness to offer. Whatever self-sufficiency we think we have is nowhere near enough to earn us eternal life. A lot of people who call themselves Christians who think that somehow they are earning their salvation and unless they get right what Jesus is clearly teaching here, they will be shocked on the day of judgment. Do not miss this. Do not let your loved ones miss this. Salvation only comes by grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone, and not by works so that no one can boast. Amen? Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.